Hello and welcome to DM's Book Club, a book club podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include them in our role-playing campaigns. Woo! Yeah, lots of hand gestures as we're sort of uh, chitty chatting and stuff like that. Uh, and also realizing this is not video recording. No, so. I know one one day, one day we'll be like, yeah, let's do this live or something. <laughs> so, uh, but my name's Fiona, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host Hamilton. Hey, Hamilton, how are you doing, my friend? I'm right. I'm right. How are you? I am also all right. I think we both had some busy couple of days, uh, yeah. which has been a bit intense. You've been in London at time of recording, and I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't come and see you, which fucking sucks. I know. I was like literally just right around the corner. Thank you. Uh, well, we figured out it is actually miles away, but it's still not the point. I didn't. Ha- I was like, do I get a five guys without Fiona? No, one cannot do that. Well, that I know. I think I, my heart, my my ears would have gone. Something's happening, and my heart slightly crushing inside as I realise you're just putting up the burger. <laughs> I got a, I got what I would consider like the healthiest burrito I've ever had. Ooh. Like it was, it was like it was very small for a start, which I was like, oh, with, sad. With, you know, when you're a burrito, you're just like, when you want a burrito, you expect it like a large something. yeah yeah some sort of solid piece of food but it was mm-hmm. probably two-thirds maybe even less than than what i'd even say is like a small burrito from a restaurant like oh from if God. you went to like tortilla or something like that or chipotle or something chipotle or whatever however you say that word and uh <laughs> so i had that and so actually i was starving later because i was thinking like i thought i'm gonna eat a really big like i'm gonna have a nice lunch because i'm in london you think well, i can have something and i can put it on the company dollar a bit you know mm. i can't overspend but i can at least get something you know <laughs> warm and because mm. you know i didn't eat breakfast and then I was like, oh, fuck it. I've had it now. It's too late. I've got to go going. I've got to get going. And then a mm-hmm. um, bit tired, bit bit of a long day, but... Small burrito energy, yeah. Small burrito energy. <laughs> but I am excited to be talking about what we are talking about today, which is what, Fiona? Oh, look at that segue. Whoa. So today, everyone, we are talking... Uh, finally, finally, we've got here. We've, we've come up the mm. hill. Uh, we've looked at yep. it, and we are looking at Dragonlance, the, yes. specifically the Shadow of the Dragon Queen, which obviously came yeah. out last year or uh, early this year. It's one of those times where we're like, "What time?" If it is. Uh, I'm going to check. I think it was I, October. I last think it was October. Year. Yeah, about eight months ago at time of recording, December 2022. Ooh, there you go. Well, Christmas time, uh, yeah. or a seasonal time. It's not been that that long. No, it it doesn't. Well, it isn't. Eight really, months. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> We're now closer to this coming Christmas and last Christmas, which let's not talk. Well, <laughs> anyway, what was interesting about this release is obviously it is Return of Dragonlance, which is in quotation marks for us a fan favorite setting. Mm. We'll both be honest with this. Neither of us have read a Dragonlance no. book between us. We've not looked at the previous stuff. I don't know whether we would want to after this, but again, something to consider. Well, I was thinking that to be honest, because I thought like. It'd be good now after seeing this to see actually what how different it is to the original setting. Okay. Well, then we'll put it we'll put it on the the back burner because I do have mm. access to those uh, Dragonlance settings. But yeah, they're inspired by books with uh, with Tracy uh, uh, Tracy Hicks and Margaret Weiss uh, mm. and having the setting. Uh, so it's so it's obviously bringing back this to fifth edition, which is great. And then mm. it also is interesting because it also came with a board game which you didn't have to get in order to run the run the adventure but it sort of supports it and sort of brings a different sort of mechanics to it so that was kind of unique because we don't really have 
D&D adventures that are published with like extra stuff like that now obviously you get like poster maps maybe you get some new dice etc but actually having here is a board game dedicated to supporting this game which you could play separately or buy separately or or put them together in tandem so those are the two sort of main things I thought about it when it sort of came out I was like oh that's interesting my question was on the Warriors of Crin thing because I did look at look at it but I can't tell if it comes with the book the RPG book in it as well no in the pack no, it doesn't. So you had to buy like a, a deluxe version. There is so, a deluxe version because there is a picture I'm seeing here which shows it with all of it together. Yes, deluxe absolutely. edition. But the normal box is a separate, whole separate box. Exactly. Yeah. So in total, uh, at the time, again, this was just me briefly looking beforehand, and of course, prices change, etc. Mm. It would have set you back both book and board game because it's quite a, a hefty board game if you had lots of pieces and stuff. About mm. 120 dollars. Mm. Mm. So obviously that's quite an investment, especially if you're very new to Dragonlance and you're not so sure, etc. But ultimately, from sort of our understanding, it is about mm. warfare sort of setting. Uh, what do you do when there is active conflict happening with your characters in this certain world, which obviously Kryn is all about, which we'll go into a little bit. And mm. you know, how do your characters play a part in it? Is it something that they're at the forefront of? Is it just something they get mixed up with? And it, we've talked before with the UA of the Knights of Salamnia and the uh, High Sorcery Mages as well we've already sort of gone through those sort of backgrounds which are unique to Dragonlance which I think you would definitely need to encourage at least one of your players to take those backgrounds just to make it I would say worthwhile I think from a story point of view which I know we won't jump into straight away but I think both of us definitely agree that without that you feel you'd feel a little bit out of place it's kind of like so what yeah yeah I'm just going to go straight into it. So that you sort of start off your adventure, so how you get into it. First of all, you have sort of three different preludes, which I actually quite like. I really love those. Yeah. yeah. I think that's quite nice because there's a nice little story hook. that uh, One is about Knights of Salamnia, one is about the, the Mages of High Sorcery, and then one's just a generic... Oh, gives you an instruction to the army thing that's going on as well and gives you yes. a sense of the war. I think, personally, I would try and at least run the third one. The third um, one, the sort of, the sort of everyone... It doesn't matter of, what your your kind is in, yeah. Scales of war, because mm-hmm. uh, I think it just at least gives that context to. Because obviously the other ones give context to the the, the knights and the and the mages of high sorcery, but being mm-hmm. able to do that scales of war one would I think would be a really good yeah. way of um, getting you into the the fact of what the war does as a farmer who who kind of mm-hmm. gives you some information and there's a little bit more of a personal journey there, which I think is interesting and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it just and a little like hint of what's to come. Yes, absolutely. I even think you could re-contextualise that one personally to make that a way of your characters meeting one another. Maybe instead mm. of changing out the farmer, maybe making the person that, that hears about it being one of the other adventurers on that party or something yes. like that and making that a, a way of them interacting. Uh, mm. If you want to bring one person in, maybe two of them know each other, but one of the ones that maybe you give like a, I think, I don't know, for example, one person's going to be a knight or one person's going to be the high sorcery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take one of them on their own prelude on that one, uh, which one of them is very solo because it's about the sorcery one is about doing a pre-test. So it's very much mm-hmm. an individual thing to do. Mm-hmm. You can have the other characters playing NPCs or just being a part of it. And then you could bring that individual into the Scales of War one through the other two having a bit more of a focus as that one. I think that could be an interesting... That was kind of how I thought about it. I think that actually makes it a lot better. You're completely right. I think because, yeah, I feel like 
that uh, Mage's uh, sort of storyline of like trying to get through these different tests and like prove yeah. themselves and getting the the robes of what they of the witch moons they're yeah. a part of stuff. Really interesting, and that's such a cool thing to explore. Yeah. Um, but I'll get on to some opinions about that in a second. And the same thing with the Knights of Salamnia, who have historically in this setting, again, we're not not gone into it too much. Obviously, they've got a bit of a bad rep. So mm. having uh, that sort of uh, in the background as well. So putting the two together and then putting it into that uh, one, that's a great way to meet and bond yeah. compared to what I think is one of the weaker openings I've ever seen in everything. It's like, I mean, mm. I don't get me wrong. I think have, coming together for an event like a funeral, I think it's a great idea. I am a bit tired, I'll be honest, of seeing festivals uh, being, uh, let's just get it. Like, I, I get it's a way to meet NPCs. It's a good way to know, like, get into a setting a little bit. But I am a bit tired. Because it, it's happened, we've had Witchlight. Festival of the Sun. Yeah, Festival of the Sun. Uh, yeah, uh, Blazing Sun in Cross of Strahd. Uh, we've got, like, in uh, in Radiant Citadel, there's quite a few of them in there, but they are tied to different cultural celebrations. So that I don't mind that too much. The Castellanters want to have a festival where they murder everyone. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a bit like, we get it. <laughs> It's a very cool trope, but I was I was just be like, oh, why can't we just have uh, the funeral or the wake and then have things happening? But there's always a festival in a fantasy setting. You have there to is. have a festival. You do. What but... else are you gonna do? That to be honest, Fiona, in the olden days, in the days before television, <laughs> that was the only entertainment Ooh. we had. Ooh, so Lammas has come of... round again. Ooh. Yeah, well, there was a, that was the only reason we had festivals. It was the only time to actually have some fun. So like, Ooh, it's May-, May Day approaches. You know, tap watch. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Yeah. No. So I don't. Don't. Fiona, stop being a grumble, grumble. <laughs> Whoa! I'm calling you out. You're calling me out, grumble, grumble. You could make it a really knights of solemn, near solemn moment. Whoa! See what I did there? I did. I did. Moment. You could make it like I. You know. Okay, let's get the Blade Runner onto this. It's raining. You mm. enter the town of Vogler, which, if you actually say it like that, is like this Germanic gritty mm. you know farming village you yeah know, where this person lives who was quite the the raconteur and you get yeah. there in the whole city like every the city is just sort of like in mourning and everyone's yeah. in black and you can make it all very gothic and they're all very nice people uh, and they all really love this person and they're all quite sad and yeah. then you could like destroy them <laughs> like they do yeah but without the festival you could make it quite just this like what i'm getting at is and you, I don't know if you agree, is like, we've got Curse Strahd, which is depression in a nutshell. But <laughs> depression, the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just depression, the game. But, it, but everything is sad and everything is bad. But you notice that like characters keep going, I had my friends who's playing this Curse of Strahd game, the other, my friends that I used to be, and they're like, we're thinking of going here, like you said, your friends, because we think you'll be safe. <laughs> we're going to go find these people because I think they're good. And I'm like, Oh, you silly fools. You fools. But, I've now read fools. the book and I can't help you anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because no, no one can. And even characters in that setting are looking for the fun and looking for the hope. But mm. I, what I'm getting at is that we have that one version where it's quite dark, but all the other ones are very much, as you said, festival. And it's all, and actually, I don't think there is a setting I can think of which is solemn. And mm. to fit that with war as a counterpoint could be a really interesting thing that's all i'm getting at i don't know i think like, so you could so, take it down that route just no flinging gnome contraptions <laughs> oh no but that's the best bit i love it I, i'm not saying i don't love it and i'm not saying that i'm just thinking about what you're saying and you're making me think how could you you could recontextualize yeah. this as actually 
a very serious book. And that's the thing. I think every time I could, I, when I've been coming back to it over the last two weeks, when I've been sort of reading it through, yeah. I've been feeling to myself, this would be really cool. Some of the story elements, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. If it was done Game of Thrones style rather than like yeah. high fantasy, if it was done almost like, you know, House of Cards, like political, you know, politically yeah. intrigue rather than I'm an adventurous and I'm in the army. But that that's just me. Like, so just to sort of finish off the sort of the first introduction bit, sorry, you yeah. had the festival. No, don't be sorry. Uh, you had the festival and then it's like, we're going to reenact a war, which I do think is really interesting because then you're like, oh, look at the mercenaries on each side. And then you realise half the mercenaries have real weapons. And that's, yeah. the, I think that's the first sort of like, oh, I, I always, I'm going to refer to this throughout, but like the Red Wedding sort of vibe of like, oh, mm. something's not quite right. And then you go on to, one of the first of many of these scenarios uh, which uses the uh, Warriors of Crin board game as well as some incredibly beautiful maps of like battle maps. there oh. are so many in this book they are like beautifully drawn illustrations and what's really cool about it we sort of mentioned it a little bit off podcast is that each of them is bordered with something called the fray like a little border decided that things are going to come out of the map at random points and that is so cool yeah that's really yeah, if your character happens to step into it like well the, that's the rest of the battle map happening. We're just we've zoomed into a certain point. Great mechanic. I think you could use that for take it, take it, steal it, put it everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the videos I was watching, they said they liked the frame mechanic, but it'd be really cool that if it wasn't fixed, that you could actually move it to be like pop marks around the battlefield. So if it was a big enough battlefield, you could be like a couple of squares is this moving almost like maelstrom of stuff happening. Yeah. You picked up on something there that I've forgotten about because I've been reading this over about two months or something like that. Cause just like little bits and I didn't even finish it all. All the way until we did a quick run through today but, but i have enjoyed it i think overall i've been enjoying reading it and um i don't think it, again it's definitely not my favorite but no. the things that i have liked you're right i think like i was looking at those maps and it's like ah, you get to that one that one map which is the first one i'm just scrolling mm. very quickly to it you get yep. a bit of a river a cart a wall a log a wall right and you get a beautiful um thing that denotes the frame which is these like fire and wind sort of um yeah. motifs as a border and it's beautiful but it's a very dull map in terms of its content <laughs> yes and correct. i don't think it really like as you said i think how lovely would it be if it, it at least just give you the whole hill as a as a map mm. as you said and a, and a moving maelstrom and then a few little moments and pockets and i know these things take a long time to draw i'm not saying they don't but then again i do think it may be less detail more wide scale and mm. then giving these like choose a position on the map and then give a fray dynamic that's around them here's yeah. an example of what a fray would like in a zone yeah your mates over there you know marjorie has ended up in in the north oh, no. <laughs> poor marjorie jeff is down in the bottom left oh, no. and betty is in the far oh, no. corner over there and there's three different ba battles all going on and you have different yes. and maybe just using the fray mechanics of them all just getting trying to get to one another until they then get to a point then maybe make a moment in the middle which is this key map where yes. they do finally have their moment but i think just that would be a dynamic that they could have used of like Marjorie, mm. Jeff, and Betty all being in different locations. That's it. You better you better copyright that <laughs> quickly. But yeah, I agree. I think it's interesting later on some of the later maps that have a fray on it. Certainly the final one again. We'll come to the yeah. finale in a little bit. It has elevation bait yeah. into it. Doesn't so much yeah. in the earlier maps. So I think I agree. It it would be cool to have more you know environmental like there's a massive 
hole <laughs> there is uh yeah. elevation so it's, it's difficult to like obviously on the map so that everyone can see and i agree like i love the idea of like we're going to cut to these people in the battles almost like you know a war montage you know like you, you we see it and i keep going back to game of Thrones, but like the witcher where we go oh here's the battle someone gets shot next to you how yeah. do you react and it, that's what it is that you're not all together until like the fight like two rounds three rounds and you've managed to make it through losing a bit of health perhaps and then that's when you are fighting the big guns Gregonus arrives in this one exactly yes i think uh, yeah it's a that happens you realize that this betrayal has occurred because there's this mercenary band which is friends of this person so you've all been invited to this person's funeral there is a knight of salamnia there they have another friend that used to adventure with them runs this mercenary group they get betrayed Mm. by their second in command who with most of the people defect i must admit as i said to you earlier it's a very convoluted way of killing people it's a village secret secrets no but it's it's a village of people right which are farmers generally and they have a guard which they say are basically a bunch of the the old folks who Mm -hmm. who pick up some sticks when they need to and throw them at people Mm. but the way that someone's this army this dragon army run by tiamat's variation on crin who is Mm -hmm. knows what they're doing right they've got five heads you know, better yeah. than one, right? Uh, they, they know what they're doing, right? They can think a little bit. They can break a tie in any vote. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they've got they've got their own council in their own sense. We'll get on to that later. And mm. I just think it's like I know DMD could be convoluted, and I know it's fun to be convoluted. And I've made the most convoluted storylines in my life. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. as you well know. But this seems to be a very serious story trying to portray war, and I think a mercenary gang being hired by a dragon army to pretend in a festival that they're going to fight some people with fake sticks, but then use their real sticks to kill them seems like, why bother? Like, why would you not just take the attack a village and burn it it down? Like, you're an army of people. Like, hire the mercenaries and just attack them at night and burn the village down. Like, everyone in this village is Knights of Salamnia, right? Mm. I would understand it. And it's gonna, they're gonna do a pretend fight with fake swords. So, you know, all the knights are in the village holding wooden sticks now attack i get it right great they're all wearing they're not they're not prepared but these are farmers who were not yeah. prepared and would not be prepared at any other time it makes no sense because especially with those two npcs as you described yeah. the two friends of the raconteur they're they're in it very very briefly and at one point yeah. the the knight of salamnia could yeah. be killed off in yeah. help for the her her squire to take on her role etc but i was like well there's no need like are they are they yeah. do they hold some sort of special item because they don't hold the dragon lance uh you no. know they, there's nothing special about the village no all really? it is it's just it's just that i guess it's supposed to be like oh well you know war it just takes on the elvis movement it, but I don't I don't know why you need this weird graphic, very weird story. It would be just as bad if you're at this funeral yep. and actually you're having this solemn moment and you do I would have done it well, okay, like and you said, but I would have done it like you have the funeral, you go back to the thing and you'd start the night as you would like Everyone starts telling stories. Everyone's telling their best story about it. Everyone's drinking or something like that. Everyone's drinking and having a great time. And you're just thinking, oh, the night's just about to end. And then suddenly you just hear this noise outside. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's no time for morning. But that's how I would take it. Agreed. I'm the same. Absolutely. Just to get on to the next part of the quest, because it takes a little while. Because you you defeat whatever happens on the hill and then there's a thing going oh they're still coming and there's a question about like we need to evacuate the village rather than i don't know see uh, hold a siege just make it frantic like they're they're burning 
people are in the middle of like morning, half drunk. You've got to roll with disadvantage. This is how you, you've got yeah. to deal with this now. Agreed. And it would teach them like, this is war. There is no time for farting about. And I know this is like not <laughs> fun, but people like Strahd and that's not fun. So like, you know, you know what I mean? Is in like, there's a lot of emotional strength in Strahd as in like, yes, this is harsh. You're dealing with a lot. Everything is bad. People are going to die. Yeah. This is war. Everything is bad. People are yeah. going to die. You know, it can be sudden and quick and they don't fart around, like you said. So I do yeah. feel like, like, like I think we've both come to the same agreement is that the intro to this seems so much at odds with the rest of the story because obviously it's like we're trying to tie you into something whereas mm. I I felt like you were either already in Night of Solemnity or a mage or whatever you're stopping off at this town yeah. you are in some way an already decent high up person yeah. rather than like oh I'm just a normal do-do-do person you know or go down that route that you're a do-do-do but then the later game needs to change as well yes that's the thing agreed Convolution seems to be the, the name of this game in this book, I think. Convolution Warriors We haven't even got to the... Well, it, Re, Dragonlance. Mm. The convoluted plans of the Dragon Green doesn't actually turn up. Yeah, well, here's what I was sort of researching on top of this. So, yeah, so overall, what's kind of sort of happens is that you get to the main sort of capital city of the region. You tell them all about, like, this is happening, this this war is coming, and they go... Mm. Maybe, and then they get you to to help. I don't know, resettle the now refugees. They ask you to be part of their armies, etc. Mm-hmm. And you go off, and you you go, oh, look, war is coming. You go back. Uh, massive spoiler at this point. The whole council is murdered by the one and the only Lord Soth, who has come to reclaim an artifact below the catacombs. Don't get me wrong. As soon as I read that, I was like, oh, well, that's exciting. Could have done with some lead up to it. Be like, oh, yeah. What? Who's Lord Soth, you know? It's like, it's just so weird. You go off and do this thing and suddenly you can't... But the way it's presented, Fiona, mm. it's so... I was I had to reread that chapter. Because <laughs> yeah. you even... Spoiler alerted it. Not even spoiler alerted. Fiona, bad at the spoilers. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm so bad. I was like, God, have you got to this bit where they all die? Have you got to the bit where they all die in the council? <laughs> oh, so I like, knew, what? What are you on about? It's like been two days. What are you doing? I know. I'm like, I was like, I got excited. Actually, I had been reading it for a while. I just read like a page a day. Yeah. Some of these, I will say some of these are published adventures. I'm like, oh, there's lots of map stuff. I'm never going to read this. So uh, yeah. No, I'm one of those people that's a completionist and I read every sort of word. See, you're, you're so sweet. I'm just like, nah. Nah, nah, I get I, I get I go I'll go entrance of the dungeon, final room. <laughs> and then yeah, maybe exactly. I'll skip to see if there's anything else in between. <laughs> but my point is like I, so I even see, I even knew this is what happened. So I was like, this is the bit because it calls it betrayal at the betrayal at the castle or something like that. Something like that. It's some some sort of oh, this is a point in the history. Yeah. And then so you get there and it's like there are two knights outside. They're wearing Salamnia armor, right? And it's just like, oh, there's nothing to see here. Move along, shouts the car. And then they're like, oh, the knights have come to visit. And you're like, oh, uh, okay. And he goes, the castle's courtyard is largely deserted as most of the city's defenders remain within the troops west of the city. They've gone, been distracted by the obviously advancing army. The advancing army, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Near the cover cloisters leads the city council conference rooms are two heavily armored knights of Salamnia on horseback. One of them holds a banner bearing a prominent rose emblem. Okay, great. So you're like, right. Okay. Yeah. Then it goes. The these are undead soldiers to the DM. So you're like they use the white stabler. So like, okay, cool, fine. And then it goes. When the characters approach the council chamber, read the following text. As you near the chamber where the governor and city council are meeting with the knights, slamming the halls are empty. The council chamber's door stands ajar, and its guard is absent. Through the room usually buzzes the conversation. Everything is silent. And then it goes in through the scene. A scene of slaughter spills across the council chamber. Several guards wearing colours of colourful soldiers lie tangled amid skeletal remains. Right. But 
How did I get past the undead knights? I don't know. Because it then says the undead knights block the entrance to the castle. They attack anyone who tries to slip past or remove part of the whites described. Yeah. So how would you get? Yeah. So that they, I think that's an error in terms of where things should go. Because yeah, it makes sense. Like they're, they're you know, you're going to fight those guards and realize something's not right. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's like there's some guards, and then you go, okay, so what? Do you just and they just nod you in. That's what I thought because I read that bit and mm. I went and I went. But then you got to fight them. Yeah. They'll attack if you try and go through. So then. You would then realize these are undead knights, and then you'd be like, oh, look, the gods, there's a problem. You wouldn't yeah. then just go, oh, sword to sword to sword to. Oh, let's have it's a bit quiet, <laughs> a bit quiet in here right now, isn't it? Is oh, everyone on lunch? Good. Is everyone on lunch? We just fought some dead whites out there. You'll never guess weird, what. Yeah. You'll never <laughs> guess what, mate. Oh, just, oh, oh, they, uh, Betty's just got to go get the uh, oh, sandwiches. Oh, not Betty. Yeah, Betty, Betty's, Betty's no longer with the team. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. And it, and, and, and it spoiled for me this moment which was meant to be like really impactful yeah and then it falls down i, well, I personally i i, I don't i'm gonna be do it randy do hamilton it. <gasps> grumble grumble okay i'm ready we have grumble fiona and randy hamilton yeah. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt <laughs> some bloke sitting on a table mm-hmm. next to a government body a man in salami armor rocks back in the chair he props his boot feet on the table as he balances a scroll on one finger mm. right okay basically insert douchebag yeah. mechanic right yeah. <laughs> boots up on a table how i mean like i love how that's the most it's it's even an american book but like it's it the most british thing feels of like proper like jock like i don't care for your rules yeah like, i don't care it's like classic, i'm an evil like, person on tables is like port like oh, it's like the evil siren evil call for evil man but also balancing a scroll on one finger got some skills dangerous <laughs> and he's just lying there with these dead bodies and you think okay this could be this is interesting mm. this is clearly the baddie taunting mm. us it's just some bloke it's yeah. not like the main bloke it's just his second in command who, who's got a bit of a story behind him great it's really good but it's yeah, like an interesting story yeah it is a great story but it's just like he's there distracting you yeah why Who's he waiting for? They've just killed the whole council. I believe they're buying time. From who? Why are there not loads of knights with him? Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe you buy to, oh, great, you've listened to my monologue and now more whites have appeared. You know, that that's what I thought was going to happen. But he's expecting you. Yeah. You're just a bunch of... Nobodies. Nobodies yeah. that have just happened to go to the council going, excuse me, sir, I think I've got a message for you. You know, like, War is it's coming. not... <laughs> Wolf coming. Oh, fuck, I know, mate. I bloody killed them all. You know, it's like, oh, thanks for that. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels very basic GMing. It feels a bit padded out about this person's going to give you exposition. Uh, yeah, so this is this character yeah. is called Kara Doc. Yeah. Um, who, like you said, I think has an absolutely cracking backstory that they're... Uh, yeah. That they, they are possessing this body. They're a ghost. That they were part of Lord Soft's original Antenue, that sort of thing. Like, very, very cool. But yeah, like, it's a bit like you see them once... And then they appear sort of towards the end. And it's kind of like a, well, if they didn't, if they just like, oh, we're going to kill this person without listening to the monologue, then it's like, what's the point? And I, I think this is the thing. There's a lot of NPCs in yeah. this game which don't appear enough to make a proper impact, despite me thinking they're actually really interesting. Yeah. Like the whole point, it's like Lord Soth is kind of like, the the person you follow, he takes the artifact from the catacombs, like rushes across yeah. the whole of 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 this this like, thing where you go and find him. Yeah. Uh, he does the MacGuffin, the final sort of bit piece is like, oh well, now we've got this flying citadel, and now it's going to come back on the capital city. And you're like, well, Lord Soft but, must be the person we're going to fight at the end. We've got to stop but, him. Okay, but this is this is the thing, right? So when you kill Caradoc, you find in his hand a piece of paper that says, "People of Kalaman, accept my rightful claim as the ruler of the province of Nightland." which is the area that Calamel is in, submit mm-hmm. or flee, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
he's just killed the whole council, right? He's killed the whole council, all the army people are over there. Who's in charge? Why does he need to go off to Northern Waits to raise, spoiler alert, a city, yeah. flying house moving castle to then... I mean, I, I get it. I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. I kind of get it because it's like, yeah, he needs more army members. He hasn't, but he's got the dragon army. He's got the dragon army. He's already infiltrated the city, killed all the leadership. He's yeah. he's cut it off at the head. The army aren't about. Yeah, that's true. You, you lock the walls off. <laughs> you you lock the walls it's, off. It's your you it's your people, city now. It's your city now. You've literally you've done you've done the hard bit. Yeah, you captured the flag. <laughs> he escapes up a tunnel. Yeah, he escapes up a tunnel, and also and does he not have like a dragon or something? Well, like a... tunnels go both ways. <laughs> tunnels go both ways. Mm-hmm. Dragon army. I found the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wave, doing wave, motions wave. of waving them in. Come in, come in. Yes, come on I, in. I into the in. center of the city. No need for a siege. Come through the center of the council with your thousands of dragon army members. You're going to go collect in a minute, but, yeah. but before you've raised the dead dragons to raise your house moving castle to then come back to the city, <laughs> you've already killed all the leadership for. Found the back door, opened it, and got the power of the cataclysm in your hands. No, 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 no. I want. I'm, sorry, that's a bit basic. I need to go and raise the dead dragons. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Sorry. I've done no. the Raiders of the Lost Ark. If Indy didn't turn up, nothing would happen. But you know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> I think you would need to make the council a really big, much bigger part in this story. So like they... Because they, for ages, they sort of um, are back and forth. And then obviously you're sort of... The sort of person you run into uh, at the beginning, the, what are they called? Lord Barkus? Is that what they're called? Um, Bacchus, yeah. Bacchus. Bacchus, Barakus. Yeah. yeah so the, the father and son, essentially what I call the Malfoys, uh, that sort of... They sort of like basically try to trip you up, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that's an like interesting play because that's, again, very political. I think you should have gone find out the dragons. But as you come back, they are holding that council. They've not killed anyone yet. They are there having the meeting. Uh, like, and, and, then, yeah. and then you are introduced to that. There is Lord Soth killing people or something. Like right then and there, you are part of that meeting. Or whilst you're worrying about the dragon army, you realise as you come back, I'd have gone further and just said, there are people just being everywhere slaughtered. right yeah. slaughtered right it's just an absolute massacre it's not nice i'm not saying like content no. of people here but like i think you would you, this is war you've gone out thinking you've just got like you're on your third mission or something like that and it's just all being a bit and you just the club players are getting a little bit bored they think maybe it's going to turn now you just say okay here's another fetch quest right okay fine here we go oh we got it oh there was a bit of a bit of a fight we're coming back yeah got got our gnome npc yeah you you come and it doesn't seem right and there's no guard at the and you notice the guard is dead at the door mm, yes. and then you see up on the castle you see the fighting happening from the center of the castle agreed not from the edges and people are then rushing not knowing what to do dragonelles are flying out from the thing mm. like you know are coming out of the center of the castle You're like from the center of the castle what is that what's going on yeah 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 they've come in through the back they've stolen the cataclysm from this back door come in and come up through the middle of the castle and slaughtered everyone from the inside. Oh, so it's that cool. reverse yeah. seed, yeah. built everything, and the castle is burning by the time you get there, and it's chaos and Calaman is gone, nearly. Mm. And that's when you're then given this, you have to go and raise the city to come mm. back and take Calaman back from the dragon army. I do 
does feel like it's such a slow burn and then you're follow you're basically following this person who then you will never fight that is the sport that is the massive spoilers and obviously Tarkisis isn't in this book obviously yeah. uh, Lord Soft is features in it but you shouldn't fight him and then the sort of final big fight you have is yeah. with the the leader of the red dragon army this Calistir yeah. fire eyes who literally as far as I could tell does not appear in any of it right at the end no. and that it's so because she's again really interesting really backstory cool. yeah. really fucking cool again i would have it so that she appears whilst yeah. the siege of uh calaman is happening and you yeah. see her like she does a big announcement she does the big uh, uh critical role five dragons announcement saying we yeah. are now the owners oh. of this place you know can i mix the two can i mix Please? the two yeah. now do, do, i've do, got do. a new thing right yeah. so you come back from your final quest third final one whatever it is whatever it's in yeah. the council and you're in the council chamber and that's when you hear the knights are coming right and you see the knights doing that picture that beautiful they're like heads down yeah some people boo them yeah, but they yeah. don't make us you know and you make this whole thing it's the first time you're going to meet the knights right and it's they're quiet and they're deathly silent and they don't even everyone's you know they don't even acknowledge the people around them the heads mm. are down and they come into the chamber and they get brought in and you're in the room okay yeah. and then they send you out saying like you leave yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're outside and you and they shut the door and you can't hear a thing. The doors are like silent. Yeah. So it's happening in the room, but yeah. you're outside the room, right? You can't do anything about it, yeah. And then you're standing outside the room and you're on the balcony and you're looking out and suddenly you see these dragons flying in and you hear the sounds and you're like, quick, you run into the council chamber to tell them what's happening to see Soth standing there with them all slaughtered. Yeah. And so you have to run. That's how you fucking do it. And that's, that's how you, do how you get the Because th- it's like, the dragons are coming. Let's get help. Help are all dead. Yeah. We're and, then you, here. and now you're like, your players, what do you do? Yeah. And your players will be like, I don't fucking know. We get like, out of there. Yeah, because you, you, you cannot fight him. Yeah. No, you can't fight him. But him and all and three knights. And then you notice you've got to get past the other knights that you then, you have this recognition. He's in there dead. Who are these guys? Yeah. These guys are your enemies. You got to get past them. Find the army and you got and that's your fray trying to get out of Calaman to find people to fight to get back to the army that are out of town fighting the red dragon. The Calaman's un, under siege and you've got the dragons coming in and the dragons start burning Calaman around you. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm just going ahead of myself, but that no, would no, no. be I think that's good because then because then it flips the whole thing with the dragon monster. So yeah. you find this dragon lance in the catacombs and you're yeah. like, it doesn't do anything. And then you have to take it somewhere to get blessed or something like that. So I think either you have it with you already. Or maybe you maybe you make the entrance of the catacombs like when you could do a bit of the DM thing, but you're like, someone comes to you and goes, I know a way out. This way. This way. They take you down to the catacombs. Perfect. And then they'll be like, oh, you see this on your way out. And you go, fuck it, I'll take it with me. And then Wizards are email addresses. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place somewhere in, I think it is the Lossity of Names, or somewhere that, that it has to get blessed by a good aligned yes. dragon yes. for it to get its powers back. Then you get the city, and that's when you meet all the cool people who live in the city, all the like, and Ladara, maybe it's Ladara, you don't realise in disguise, goes, come with me. Perfect. That's who yes. it is. They there take you, you down go. there. You then go, if you take a perception after the fact you go mm. i recognize that person from the place before ladara by the way an elf who's working against soth the whole time basically was charged with stopping the cataclysm of soth and when they didn't yeah. succeed uh sort of cursed to forever be 
haunting them as a ghost and stuff. Yeah, who, who you meet at the funeral, yeah. which I, again, I don't know if I'd put in there, but it'd be interesting to have them. But I think if you're going to bring them back, you could use them quite well. And maybe then you go to get the, the Citadel with the army to then raise it to take to go and fight. You get the either the, the Citadel, you get the Dragonlance, and maybe you yeah. have to pass if those people who are doing the, the test of high sorcery, that is maybe a way yeah. to unlock some sort of special ability. Yeah. If you've got a couple of people that because that, that is also a very interesting flavorsome mm. side quest that you could do as well. It's sort of again, what the one one thing I was going to say about that was that I don't think it is involved in the storyline enough. It feels very much like a side thing compared to does, everything else. Yeah. Which is a sh- which is fine because obviously like like a lot of these things like you don't have to included in this but it's just felt. Mm. what if you could have at the end of it it's because oh you've unlocked and then you choose your whatever robes you know mm. red white black whatever but I thought what if you unlock then a, a special power almost like a legendary action or like yeah. you know like dragons have fire breath what if you had something similar like a similar effect that you could do as your action like you roll a d6 and on a six you get it back and all that sort of thing just be like this is something really fucking special about me being unlocking my potential and in within that sort of law so yeah i yeah. i actually much prefer what we've just done in the last 20 minutes yeah um, no same i think it just feels really unconvincing i think that's the problem and uh, fiona they should definitely just give us a job it feels like they've tried to chuck all this stuff in and try to fit these people together in a way and i think sometimes you can con- convolute like and I, we've all I, i've definitely been there we've all been and there. They just needed probably someone to come in and go, wait a minute, this needs just, like, why is this happening in this order? I don't know. Yeah, what's, what is the motivation for the players to be a part of this if they're not, if they're not, if they're not central to it, you know? And we talked about concept quite a lot in Planescape mm-hmm. and how conceptual everything was and how everything had, like, a real flavour to everything and everything was thought about in that way. And I think, I think there was, like, Strahd is so conceptual, it's so thematic. Everything mm-hmm. is, like, contained around this one theme of, like, this endless struggle that nothing will ever be good. And it's going to constantly repeat itself, you know. And it constantly sticks with that theme throughout. It never deviates, really. It has moments of levity. It has moments of it. But it is always like everything is bad and nothing you can do. And everyone is doing something bad or there's something bad happening to them. And mm-hmm. and I think that never really changes. And I think it just feels like this lacked that consistency yeah. of theme. It, or it didn't at least take that always and go what is the theme of this what are we trying to achieve with this dragonlance because it's it's a war story but it doesn't it doesn't hit any of those not i don't want tropes is the right word but it doesn't hit the pressure points that you want to be hitting to tell a convince or it doesn't have a doesn't even have like a you know what is what am i learning from this not that you have to learn something from everything but in a story you feel like you should come away with something but all i've really come away with is that as a dragon army this Lord Soth had a bit of a sad life, and <laughs> I don't, I don't quite know what the conflict is. I don't even know why. I don't even know what the conflict is. I don't know why the dragons are angry. Why are they? Why? Well, so this is the thing. So this is what I, I suspect that the plan is. So obviously, with the cataclysm of it, it's obviously Cassis or Tiamat, as we know, know mm-hmm. her. She just is taking over back over. She's coming back through and using yeah. the different armies to take it back. So this we're only seeing one small piece of the big yeah. puzzle, right? So with that in mind. What I was reading and what I was listening to in terms of the videos, I suspect this could be, depending on sales, like the first act before you go on to the Blue Army and then finally facing off against the Dragon Queen herself. That's what it feels like. And I think that's maybe what, even for a first act, I don't think it's punchy enough, but I think that is what it feels like when you get to the end bit. It's like, well, here's a letter for the Blue Dragon Army. I think, like you said, what we've just come up with in the last 20 minutes sounds, to me, 
I would play that. I would run that. I I love that because it's it's like oh shit the shock value. Whereas especially because it it utilizes those NPCs really well. Like like you're not going to fight Lord Soft. You're going to run away from him. But like at the same time, maybe the uh, Fire Eyes person. Mm. They're also there with Lord Soft, and they're like, I will get them for you, Lord Soft. Don't worry. So that's then you instantly go right. That's the person we're going to have to keep. We're going to keep coming up against, and we're going to fight them at the end. Like making it obvious that that is the big bad, rather than just you know oh they've mm. just appeared and be like I'm the leader of the red army you know it's a bit like okay cool. yeah <laughs> i do like the magic items and the sort of like additional equipment that you have all very gnome themes obviously we know from reading bits about crin before that gnomes are madcap uh tinkerers and stuff and they obviously have an N- npc that tinkers and stuff like that and like the nary crash the boiler drake the gnome flinger the far garb like i like you know what i like the terminology and i like the words i yeah. think that's it feels very different and i and the drawings for them are really i will say i mean we said this before all this art is incredible like the illustrations are very evocative uh the, obviously we've talked about the maps before it looks amazing I hope that, again, just from recent news, that they don't rely on AI art uh, anymore or, or they yeah. or they use it to polish the artwork, whatever that means. Because looking at this stuff, it looks incredible. It's oh, sort yeah. of, I, I mean, I say this when I do my other streams, but I love any artwork that makes me go, I want that as a poster or I want that as a book or I want this as a postcard. I, the same for this. I think some of these things are so evocative and so, like, your heart like if you showed them a picture of all the dragons attacking uh, the city yeah. you're like oh shit this is bad this is really, yeah. really bad i think some know? of the imagery is incredible i'd also say that i would say that the first chapter or two about the primer about the war comes to crin what is crin is a good primer about the different deities of crin and that obviously the whole thing about the cataclysm and what the draconians are again it's a really interesting point and that they, again they look so all the different kinds of draconians you could have with the in the in the big uh, dragon fight etc this idea that uh, bad dragons took away good dragons eggs and corrupted them brutal and i quite like that myself but um like i think overall my just sort of real thinking of time and stuff i can i think overall there's some really good elements in it like it makes me think a lot more about oh how would i run this but i think just talking to you about it i would just do our story i wouldn't i that second half of it like in the original sort of ending to this thing, you would follow Lord Soft, and there's a couple of encounters in the wastes into the yeah. north. Uh, by the time you get to a place called the City of uh, Lost Names, which is being basically the Red Dragon's encampment, and that's where this whole sort of citadel, flying citadel thing comes across, and that's when it mm. comes. And then you race back to Calaman yeah. to do the sort of fight. And the the choice is basically you have to stop this flying citadel crashing into the capital city within a time limit. And so there's some really interesting bits into yeah. it. Uh, there's some interesting npcs going up to it uh, i think a really cool ending sort of fight but then that's not the the real end so that, it gets to a point where like okay you if you, hopefully you've managed to extinguish the fires of the cataclysm mm. uh and now the citadel's falling apart so you've got to get out so it's like okay you've had this battle fighting whoever the guardian is uh run off fly out we're safe and then another big boss battle happens so it's just like constantly fight yeah. fight fight you are going to have so little hit points but i think maybe it was from what we were talking about before that's what we're expecting. And so maybe as a DM, I would make sure that, to make sure that there are the breaks and the, the the light comedy moments as well. But like you said, emphasizing this tone of solemnness and that war is quite serious. And just because yeah. I yeah, I don't I agree. I don't think it hits all the right notes. I think there's a it's made me think about like how would I do this differently? And I think that's always a good sign when the book does that. So yeah, I think so. And I think the backbone, the NPCs, the stories, 
that are to be told in mm. this. A lot of the mini encounters are great. The little yeah. fetch quests are even really good. Some of the mm. other people you meet, the areas you see, the wash, which is a really cool thing when you're in the Northern Wastes. I think I think the Northern Wastes is really thematic. I'd use some of those encounters elsewhere, like in a yeah. different campaign. If they were going somewhere, I'd be like, yeah, put that in. Because there's, there's every place in that the Wastes yeah. has a little mini map. Yeah, and I think they're all really interesting. And I, detailed. I, I didn't expect de- yeah. them to be that detailed at all. And so you, you weirdly get a lot of stuff happening in the middle, which I do feel pads out what the story you're yeah. doing but all of them are i think like oh that that's quite interesting yeah, well i think my point is yeah i would t- i think it just needs a dragon lance the shadow queen remix by <laughs> dn's book club but i think like a remix version would be like take all the things in it but just recontextualize that story a bit more Agreed. and i think you could find yourself somewhere and i think any dm could do that as mm-hmm. we we're saying the northern waste does make me feel like someone watched a lot of critical role season two yes because it's like weird person goes to f- find information we're going to then in a crypt somewhere where we have big fight we then nearly die we then go follow them to northern waste where it's bad place and then mm. in that place we go have lots of little really cool moments where there's lots of different places to go investigate there's a map where yeah. they don't quite know where they're trying to get to to a city which is ancient which flies and if mm. they raise the city that flies the world ends because that's Critical Role Season 2. Yeah. Not Dragonlance, but it is also Dragonlance. It's it's weirdly very similar. What would you give it out of 10? If you could give it a 10. Is that a, is that a strong thing to do? Can we do this? All right. How many Dragonlances would you give it out of 10? If you see what I mean. How many Lances will I dragon whilst I'm Dragonlancing the mm. Lancing of the Dragons in Spelljammer yeah. or my Spelljammer jamming the spells? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that it's probably a solid five and a half. I was thinking five as well. If it was going to be based on like mechanics and NPCs, I'd give it a really solid top score. But I think mm-hmm. it just gets let down by a lot of other things. I agree. I think what would be nice to see, and maybe this is where the board game was supposed to come into its own a little bit, like a really proper good way to to do like some mechanics around big warfare yeah. scenic things in the mind rather than just be like let's go to role play this bit i think if that yeah. would have been really cool like because obviously they've got rules for hordes uh like that sort of thing as well so having i think like what you've done with the the fray rules there i and be like okay we're going to go to these points and then mm. give people choices to make which then maybe influence them down around but there's an example where the one of the as they're making their way back to calaman there is a dragonelle that's injured if you mm. help it it appears later on you know stuff like that i I'm quite a fan of yeah. but I agree I think the fact like I didn't expect to rewrite the story tonight and already I'm yeah. like I want to play that I want to run that because that, I, I, I want to see players faces when that happens realizing yeah. what the fuck is going on you know that that that's for me is the penny drop and that's when people are, I know are in uh, it's not about a festival it's not yeah. about this it's about this is serious and I and whilst you know it's there's nothing wrong with playing like small cogs in a big machine like you're not part of Warfare etc I'd love to see a story that you are part of that war. You are mm-hmm. part of an order of the Knights of Salamnia. You are aware of this threat. You're desperately trying to join up with the bigger forces to be like, oh, we've seen this happening on the roads, etc. You're part of the major supply sorcery. You are you're learning desperately to help with that war. You know, like I mm. think that could be just a, a different story because it's not glorious. It's not yeah. it's, it's not like, haha, we've we've done this thing and it's 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 desperation and considering where we are in the world right now obviously i know warfare is quite a big thing um i think that would just be an interesting side to explore should you wish it i do feel like sometimes we are like warfare's in the background and our games aren't political and stuff i think it'd be nice to see, it'd be cool to have a game that is political as long as all the players at the table are interested 
in exploring it and I'll okay that in a session mm. zero. What it makes me think of is uh, the uh, another good dragony book, uh, which is two-parter, uh, mm. which is The Horde of the Dragon Queen and Rise to Tyranny right. of Dragons. Yes. I did read through them a long time ago because I pre-read them all when I was doing going to do that as the, off, the jumping off point from Dragon Heist. I might just re-review it. Maybe if we have a chance next Shall time we, we chat. Shall we do that? Yeah, let's just do that. Because I've not read them. It's a big book. So, I mean, maybe we just read the second one or just like skip a bit of Dragon, Hold of the Dragon King, but focus on the Rise team. But maybe we look at it. I'd be keen to look at them both, whether it, it obviously, it, again, like this took us a little while as well. Like I'm happy yeah. for it to be on the background and we're like, oh, I've finished it. Because I think, because again, yeah. I'm sure like we've had comments of people who have enjoyed our reviews of published adventures and stuff. And yeah. as we've just discovered, there is there is a YouTube channel there that gives us some arena under 60 minutes which isn't us and that's like damn it why didn't we find that before reading this book yeah well why don't we do that ourselves as well but it's like we but like we couldn't remember half people's names in this and we wrote the story rewrote the story halfway through so from what i remember of rise to Tiamat very briefly and we and we will talk about it more in detail i think it'd be really good is that when you get to the stage where you're meeting councils you've already done hall of the dragon queen where you've done lots of little jobs to prove yourself to a one of the factions to then become high enoughly value to become a council member of be part of the council of Waterdeep. and that's why they say you can jump off from dragon heist because you've saved the city well you've got his money back probably if you've done it you know at the end of dragon heist so then mm-hmm. wall street would think you're adventurous and that's an 8 to 15th level where you're racing against time there is this imminent threat of tiamat being risen there's these mm. occultists running around the world and i think I would be interested to just re-review that because that is a very that's a global adventure. Mm. You go to the first council and you're at Varum the White. So you go to mm. World Speaker Varum, you're a sea of moving ice. You then come back and then you go to see the metallic dragons arrive, Emerald Enclave, and then the third one. Mm. Then you go to Sonal's Tower, then you go to Fey, really cool, fourth council, then you go out again, and it's too much rising. Ah, you know, ah. so like it's very just like back and forth, spanning the globe. You're mm-hmm. going from to the north to the east, to the west, you know, you're going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even in Horde of the Dragon Queen, you're like trying to catch all these masks that you're going yes. everywhere around the world. So it's mm-hmm. it feels very much like a global adventure which this feels like maybe this is what it's leading to you're right this could easily be like we've just discussed it could be like the first of a two-parter i feel like it could be a three-parter yeah. but if the sales aren't good enough if the story's not good enough then people aren't going to play it they haven't mentioned it though have they they have a thing in december don't they when they do their next we're, one i mean yeah because we've still got planescape we've still got we've still got the shadow obelisk to come out at time recording we've got obviously big bees is coming big out bees. next and uh and planescape and uh, the book of many things so we're due one soon, but I think mm. it's going to. I think it's going to be November time. Hamilton, if you're not here talking to me about how we make things a lot better in published <laughs> adventures, where can we find you? What are you up to? Sell your wares, shill your stuff, my friend. What's going on? Yes, at the moment, my main focus at the moment seems to be my little Warhammer channel called Hazard Strikes, which. Is up recording nearly at 600 subscribers, which is kind of insane, really. Um, I had a lovely chat with Mira recently, your 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 friend, Mira, as well. Uh, our friend. Our, our friend. friend, Mira. Yeah, I said as well, which was really nice. And so you can see me talking on Mira's channel, which I recommend you check out anyway. And with that, so I'm really talking about Necromunda uh, and I do a bit of lore. I've done a bit about how to choose a gang. So I've gone through all the gangs and how that sort of thing. And the next up, we're going to go and look at the lore of each of the individual gangs in turn. 
But this week, we've just started, I just had the first recording and I've just been editing and I've been having a lot of fun making uh, some things that I need, I, I, well, I need to do the editing. I've just done the five minutes of making it look cool, you know, the the bit, the fun bit, and then I've actually got to do the long bit, which is where you actually go through doing the editing bit, but um, of A Tale of Four gangers which is based off the table four game is where we go through it's an old thing that used to be in white dwarfs they still do it where four people get together build some models and go play some games and it's basically talk about the journey of how you build these things so i'm using that as a way to talk about how we make gangs but also it's just a fun way to have some of our spend some time with my friends like taylor which you'll recognize from other things you've done and Stuart that i've done things and and a new friend jordan of jordan sorcery who is a a very 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 nice chap who been very kindly joined our little crew and we're having i think a lot of fun the other thing i i know is i've seen a excel spreadsheet that has on its list next to be edited and working on right now is our blade runner series I've seen it in the it's the pipeline is now it is at the at the threshold of the pipeline and it is being looked at and is being done. And I am excited for that to finally be out. Like, oh well, 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 I'm sat down, but I'm also not sat down. That's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. And hopefully that'll be something that comes to our screens soon because that would be exciting all all the fingers crossed for that and lots of other exciting things may be happening in october at some point maybe i don't know you might know sometime soon mm, <laughs> yes yeah, so, yes yeah, so i i wink <laughs> mop brow wink wink etc what about when about who about whereabouts <laughs> <laughs> always like that. hello yes uh who who about my name is fiona uh when about oh it's late at night we should have finished recording 10 minutes ago but it's fine because <laughs> we like chatting to each other so it's all, all good how about well uh how about how about telling me about your show well where so glad you asked <laughs> um so yeah i run what am i rolling which is a twice monthly rpg one shot podcast as always it's going very well currently at time of recording we've got Dia the RPG that is mm. out coming out in the world we've had some very nice comments about it which is very super lovely um I've also been doing a sort of a little side project but it basically makes me read through my RPGs I've been doing some streams called yeah. too long didn't read tabletop RPGs uh where I take a quick start or a, or a book or a little bit of the book put it up on, on a stream and go right let's read through it let's find what the mechanic is and I sort of talk my way through it uh, to I think moderate success like I, 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 I don't remember any of the books once I finished reading them <laughs> you do pretty well that's very kind of you but I, I don't I, I, I feel like it's it's just a very nice thing just to go through because then I'm like oh that was oh I like this bit and certain bits of it stand out mm. to me quite well so for example one of the really cool RPGs I read recently the quick start for it called, is called Rapscallion which is oh, yeah. very which is very Monkey Island based it's very much like pirates and all that sort of thing so very much like you're the chuck your pirate board character mm. oh yeah i'm in pirate board <laughs> very good <laughs> at the moment <laughs> at the moment uh obviously very amazing success but with rapscallion what i loved about it uh again very simple very straightforward but it's not about the characters so like if you're if you're like oh i want to get rid of the captain character or stuff like that it's mm. all very fine the story stays with the ship not with the characters right. which um... i love because that's like the, the you know it's like the legend of the black pearl and stuff like that is the <laughs> ship is the more important thing than any of the crew upon it uh and it just so you could come back with different characters you can come back with different yeah. players it doesn't matter and it's just about that story and i and you can level up your ship and by the time you level up to say level five you do an epilogue and as it what happens to the ship where where does it go does it go off into like mm. does it become legends does it get sunk you know so i love that i feel that that's very episodic it feels very much like a flag 
like me and Steph, where you could just come back and do random episodes of, of it with different characters. And yeah, so that's one example that I would not have found out if I hadn't done too long, didn't read RPGs. So yeah, go check them out. Uh, we post them. I post, I try and post them everywhere, but I, yeah. it is very haphazard at times because I'm like, wow, what, what, what do I like? It's really good. I really recommend it. I've just listened, I like listening along when I'm commuting. Yeah, and, it's like, uh, oh, hello, Fiona. Yeah, hello, Fiona. If you want to keep up to date with any of our stuff, mm-hmm. Highly recommend checking out our Discord. There'll be a link in the show notes where obviously all of Hamilton's crazy, crazy stuff with Warhammer (laughs) and obviously Blade Runner where that comes out. Uh, Hopefully Bowie's as well. That'll all be posted up in there. And that's where you'll find all the streams that you find all the episodes for this podcast and other podcasts that we'll be doing. Mm. And just wait. It's a nice, it's a nice little group. Everyone's sharing pictures right now. Everyone's like chitty chatting, and we. It's it is. Nice. I I can't I can't keep up with it now. I'm just like, oh, it's all going on. Oh, I've, everyone's having fun, and we're just happy to be here. Yay! So, yeah. <laughs> indeed. I was looking at because I was putting together some uh, like little videos today from mm. my Instagram. One of the caption anim- animations said, mm-hmm. "Catch you on the flip side." Uh, as a, I know, I I was like, that is wild. <laughs> so there you go so i was like it's getting everywhere it's not like uh you know be a part of the flip side or anything like that it's 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 in the zeitgeist now i We're think it's like we are in the zeitgeist so there you go on that note then what else is there left to say but <laughs> catch you on the flip side see you on the flip side Bye. <laughs>